We're talking today about government buildings. Sound boring? Maybe not. In one case, we're talking about saving big taxpayer bucks by being smart with a building. And in the other, we have an unusual choice for a site for the new Cleveland Police Headquarters. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Friday, November 15th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. Here's an example of Cleveland.com making an impact. Garfield Heights Mayor Vic Kolova said this week that he will consider an idea we pitched to merge the municipal court in his financially strained suburb with neighboring Cleveland Municipal Court. And the mayors of Maple Heights and Newburgh Heights, two of seven other communities served by the Garfield Heights Court, told Cleveland.com reporter Pete Krause, who came up with this idea, that they also would be willing to consider a merger. We've advocated for the merger of all 13 municipal courts in Cuyahoga County, and with Kolova faced with having to replace his justice center, now seemed like the time to float the idea of a merger with Cleveland. Stay tuned. Thinking back, I don't remember anyone talking about government buildings being the future of Opportunity Corridor when the $306 million road was being planned. But Mayor Frank Jackson wants to put the new city police headquarters way out that way. He is proposing to put it along Opportunity Corridor on the city's far southeast side between Kinsman Road and East 79th Street. First, though, city council would have to sign off, and council members might bristle at moving the police headquarters so far out of downtown and so far from the west side. No cost estimates were available Thursday. The city already owns the bulk of the property. That leg of Opportunity Corridor is expected to be complete in late 2021. City officials say the land would allow them to develop what they are calling a campus concept. This is the second plan for a new home for the Cleveland Police. In June 2018, the administration announced it would move into a building at 1801 Superior Avenue that was once the home of the Plain Dealer and is the current home of Cleveland.com, where I am sitting now. The city abandoned that plan late last year. Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish proposes to give $250,000 apiece to the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center and the Adoption Network Cleveland to offset cuts by the federal government. County Council will consider the one-time funding boost as it plans out the budget. Federal cuts amounted to 40% of the Adoption Network's budget and forced the agency to reduce staff and put some programs on hold. The county money would make up about one-quarter of the network's budget. Budish noted that the county has the highest number of children in foster care in more than a decade. He also said the loss of a half million dollars would be a catastrophe for the Rape Crisis Center. A Cleveland man will receive $1.3 million to settle a lawsuit he filed against the city in Cuyahoga County for the 23 years he spent in prison for a murder conviction that was later overturned. Evan King reached the settlement in August. He was sent to prison in the killing of Crystal Hudson in 1994. He was at Hudson's apartment on the day police found her body in a bedroom closet. County prosecutors at trial said that Hudson cheated on King and that he was jealous and strangled her. The semen from her body, though, did not match King's DNA, and the skin cells found under her fingernails could not be tested with technology available at the time. 
In 2009, the Ohio Innocence Project tested the skin cells using new technology and found that the skin cells and the semen came from the same person, and that person was not king. After hearing concerns that a series of meetings intended to improve Ohio's foster system were not scheduled in the state's largest counties, which have the most foster children, Governor Mike DeWine's administration decided to add three urban meetings in January. Specifics about the times and locations for the meetings in Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati are still being worked out. The governor's office said that there has been a lot of public feedback asking for meetings closer to where the foster kids live. Cuyahoga County had 17.3% of the state's 16,000-plus foster children as of last month, yet the closest meeting to Cleveland was going to be in Medina. Advocates for foster children raised some hell about that, and the governor's office listened. You know, it's good to have a governor who listens. Mike DeWine has proven himself a pretty responsive governor in his first year, and good for him for taking a look at foster care. It needs attention. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We'll be back Monday with another rundown of the latest news. 